later, that is okay. I hope you enjoy your MLK day and get some good rest. But thank you for joining me. If you are joining me live, if you are listening on our podcast, thank you so much. Um, I pray that you guys are all doing well. I've been having some revelation about morning motivation. And I don't know if I like this once a week. I said this last week. And uh, I don't know if I like the once a week anymore. (laughs) It was cool for a little bit. Uh, so we'll see, uh, but how are you guys doing? How are you? I hope you guys are doing well. So in today's conversation, we're going to talk a little bit about what to do in the unknown. If you are someone who, good morning, has not necessarily, uh, started planning for 2023, or you feel like, you know, I'm just not there yet. I got you. We're going to talk about it today and what to do if you are facing an unknown situation, if you're nervous about something coming up, if you're scared or you don't know what decision to make next or where to go to make next talk, where like what to do next. We're going to talk about that today. So let's jump into our prayer. Then we'll do our shout outs and we'll get going. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for waking us up again for another day and allowing us to fellowship through the Internet. I pray that everyone watching now and later is just filled with just peace in this season. If they are walking into the unknown, that you whisper to them and give them guidance, give them discernment, give them knowledge and understanding, and just so they can rest in you, Lord, and guide their footsteps and keep us on the path of doing things that are pleasing in your sight, your darling son. Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, good morning, y'all. Good morning, such a lady. Good morning, Diamond. Good morning, Vesser. Good morning, Kiki. Grim Rising. Authenticating Beauty. Good morning. Good morning, Queen. And good morning, Melissa. Y'all, it is MLK Day. People is off. And I debated. I was like, am I going to come on tomorrow? I was like, yes, I got to show for my people because is it just me? And let me know. Guy L, good morning. Is it just me or does it feel like these Mondays are like super stretched out? Like it doesn't feel, I feel like we don't... Feels like we're in a long distance relationship and I don't like it. Good morning, Alexandra. I don't like it. So I'm debating whether to go back to the old schedule. Uh, I like my life with the old schedule, to be honest. I feel like I'm way more productive when we do morning motivations together. So I'm leaning into coming back every day. Uh, But we'll see. I don't want to make any promises yet. It's not the same, right? Good morning, you guys. It is not the same. I feel the same way. I don't feel like it's the same. I feel like we're not we're not as close as we used to be and all of that. Um, So just 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 wait on your girl. I haven't made the announcement yet. We just 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 rock with me. But today, let's go ahead and dive into today's topic, which is what to do when you don't know what to do. Like facing the unknown, you might be saying, hey, I have these goals, but I'm just not feeling it. Or um, I'll just be transparent with y'all. Good morning. I'll just be transparent with y'all. Since 2023 started, I did not. I wasn't really excited about the new year this year. I'm normally a person that always has resolutions, always have goals. I mean, I have goals. Don't get me wrong. But I have not been in the space of really max or trying to like be in a I'm not forcing myself to be in a place of like extreme execution. I've really like kind of crept into 2023 and I'm looking around and I'm like, okay, what's going on? And I'm kind of moving accordingly. And what I mean by that is I'm really not inspired. Like I really in this stage, have no clue of what's going to happen next. I'm saying yes to opportunities. Like yesterday, I was on a film set. Uh, I shot a show yesterday. I'm getting opportunities like that. I have some things that I'm working on behind the scenes that I'm excited about. But as far as like concrete, this is what I want to do. These are the next steps. I have no clue. And it's scary. And I'm being very transparent with y'all. It's scary because I'll be 35 this year. And when you're 30 when you're coming up on 35 you if you if y'all if you're in your 20s and you think 30 is real <laughs> when you think 30 is real creeping up to 35 is like bro you're like a real adult like a huge like big time adult so mid 30s are coming up trying to figure out what I want to do with my birth for my birthday because it's a big mi- milestone year but I really don't have a whole lot of concrete plans and that's a little scary for me 
But what I've done in the meantime, right? Like Vitaly's like, yes, girl, I feel you. <laughs> right. I don't know why it's like that. Good morning, you guys. Coming up to 35, y'all thought 30, I thought 30 was a little like, okay. I was excited for 30. 35, not so much. Not even gonna lie to you. So being in this space of somebody who's an extreme planner and not knowing what to do, I've kind of just sat in the unknown, right? Um, I'm in a space and in a phase where I'm just, I feel like I'm in the wilderness, so to speak. And so I wanted to speak to that because a lot of people are coming into the new year, hitting the ground running. And if that's you, that is awesome, right? <laughs> Lovely friend. Farrah said, try 30, 45. <laughs> I ain't there yet, girl. I ain't there yet. But exactly, anytime we come up on these monumental years, it, it's a little terrifying. It's a little, uh, and not terrifying because of like, I'm not stuck to my youth. I don't think that being in your 20s is better than being older. I just think that life just seems different. You look at life a lot different if you're not in your 30s yet or you're not in your mid 30s yet, or as you get older, and, and my, my people that are in their 40s and things like that, as you get older, life just becomes a lot more real, at least in my experience. Um, my relationship with God becomes a lot more concrete and real. Like you're not playing with, like, it's God, get, I feel like personally, right? And the Bible kind of hints to this. And when you're young, God gives you some grace. <laughs> I feel like when you're at a certain point, he nags at you until you get it. So there, there's there's different levels to it. So I feel like my relationship with God has has been a lot more um, is a lot more concrete. Being OK with saying I don't know what's next is really where I'm sitting at right now. I've met with some advisors. I've been doing things behind the scenes as far as my personal goals are concerned with finances and things like that, right? I feel like financially moving into a good space, there's certain things that I'm like, okay, I know what I want to do in these areas, right? The areas that I have full control and autonomy over, I feel like I'm doing okay in those areas. Uh, and I know it's a little all over the place, but but roll with me. But it's the, it's, it's the, what life looks like. And maybe I can talk to my single girls. Um, when you have kids, I feel like things are a lot more systematic. Like, hey, I know that in five years, junior is going to kindergarten or I know in a year or two, my baby will be in middle school. So you kind of have these milestones mapped out in your life. I personally think, and this is an outsider and I could be wrong. There's milestones that are kind of coming up when you have children, I think is a little different than when you're when you don't have kids, you don't get those like life checks, so to speak. And I'm not saying either one is, is better than the other. It's just different. I can, I, I personally think that I have friends who have kids and they have things coming up, birthday parties, you know, getting people into school or getting their children into school and just things moving and trucking along when you don't have ki kids, it's, it's different. Cause it's like, okay, I've done all of these things. And I'm trying to speak to possibly my, my folks out there that don't have children, right? I've done all these things for myself. Now what? And that's kind of where I'm at. I'm in this weird space of now what? What do we do now? Do we go on this journey? Do we go on this journey? Do we go this way? Do we go this way? And so I feel like in my life right now, and maybe y'all can... Um, Maybe y'all can feel me on this. In my life right now, I feel like there's like I'm on the yellow brick road and there's multiple paths. Some are good. Some are bad. Some are like, oh, that's exciting. <laughs> there's all these paths and I'm just standing still. Like I'm just like, OK, I see all the options, but I don't know which way to go. And I wanted to kind of talk about that. What I've been doing in the meantime um, in order to get over that, maybe some tips to help you along the way if you're in that position. If you are in that position, let me know. I'm not talking to myself by leaving it in the comments below or on the live chat. Um, or if you're the exact opposite and you're like, no, Brittany, I got a solid plan. I know exactly what I'm executing. Let me know that too. Cause I think that that will be a very interesting conversation to have. 
But if you're anything like me and you're in this space of like what to do now, like where do I go now? The first thing I would say and the first thing that I've been doing is I've been really allowing myself to be in this space, like not rushing out of the feeling, not allowing it to scare me not allowing it to be bigger than what it is because times like this always pass. Like these are these one thing I've learned about life. Everything is a phase, whether you have a party phase, whether you have a productive phase, whether you are crushing it, grinding, relaxing, having a soft life, everything is in a phase. Uh, when I feel like when you, as you mature, you just kind of understand life a little bit and it's ebbs and flows and they don't rock you as much. Right. Thank you. They don't rock you as much. I'm glad you guys are letting me know I'm not alone. Kiki said, oh, my God, Brittany, I literally feel the same about the new year and unknown phase right now. Just journaling about this, asking God for direction. Awesome. So I hope that something that I say helps and uh, helps you out because I'm in this space, too. Right. So it says so I said. I'm allowing myself to just be in this space. I'm not trying to force myself out of it. I'm not trying to make fake goals. I'm not being unproductive. I will say that like with work, I'm learning. I'm I'm thinking about things that I used to be interested in that I no longer do. Like before Instagram became Instagram and everything was about self, right? Before social media just like kind of blew up and everything was about self. I used to really love taking landscape photos like old school IG, like 2012 IG, if that makes any sense, Instagram for some folks. I love taking landscape photos. I used to love going to travel and just like kind of just be, right? And so I'm starting to go back and think about the times that bring me the most peace, that bring me the most happiness. Instead of focusing on the goals, I'm really mapping out what type of life that I want. I think that that's very, very important because you can make goals, right? Say you you feel like you want to be a real estate agent, right? Because you see that that's where you can make money and a lot of people are doing it. It's easy to get into, blah, 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 right? And so you go, you study hard, you take the test, you take the exam, and then you find out that, oh, I got to be outside on the weekends when I want to be at home with my family or I want to travel or I want to whatever, right? Or I have to take client calls after work because most people handle things outside of work hours. And so it doesn't really jive or mingle with the lifestyle that you want. And I'm really focusing and intending my steps and the things that I'm doing on the type of lifestyle. I normally do not work weekends. I work this weekend to do a show, but I normally do not work weekends because I give my Sundays to God. Um, you know, I like my Saturdays off. I like my after five hours. And I used to battle with myself about that because if you look at social media and what's successful and what everybody tells you to do, that life doesn't exist, right? Or it's it's, it's looked down upon, I guess, at least from my perspective. But what I've noticed is, no, there are certain things that I just enjoy in my life. Um, there are boundaries that I like to have. I do not want to work to the bone. I really don't think I want to be anybody's CEO <laughs> and have a, a business that does this. I want to come in, work my, do my magic, give my thing to the team, be a team player. And then when I'm off, I'm off, right? So I'm I'm doing things in order to cultivate a type of life that I want, whether it's the type um, the amount of money I want to make. Uh, how often do I go to church and I serve making time for family and friends rest, just everything. I'm cultivating a life that makes sense for me, that makes me happiest, that makes me feel more at peace where I'm using my God given gifts and I'm serving. So it's not all about me. But at the same time, I'm fulfilled as well, right? Because I believe that there's a duality um, to life, so to speak. So that's kind of where I'm at. Allowing, flowing, and not forcing. So if you're in a space where you're really unsure of what's next, you're really debating on where to go, how to go, 
I would not so much focus on the goals, but focus on the things that are going to bring the lifestyle that you truly desire, um, bring in the money that you truly desire, bring in the relationship with God you truly desire. If a relationship is causing some chaos in your spiritual life or some instability in your spiritual life is something to pay attention to. If any habits are causing you to be out of peace when you're in this season, pay attention to that, right? And allow, and I keep saying this, but there's something about just allowing things to naturally flow either to you, away from you, whatever, that's really healthy that I found. I used to be a forcer, like, hey, I'm going to make this happen. This is going to happen. And what you tend to do is, it's, it's just, it's going against the grain. It's like swimming upstream. Um, it's kind of sometimes making things harder than they have to be. When allowing just means, you know, it may not be the season to start that business. I understand when they say, you know, go after things and get to it. But I'm really paying attention to what season I'm in and really pay attention to what season you're in. If you feel like when you're trucking towards something and there's so much friction, pause for a second and pray about it and say, am I supposed to even be doing this in the season? Why is why is there so much resistance in this area? You know, I'm looking at my life and the things that have a lot of resistance, not to say that you aren't supposed to work hard towards certain things and there's grind seasons and things like that. You have to know what season you're in, but I'm in a season of kind of flow. So if you're in a season where you don't know what to do, don't really do anything. And that's counterproductive. And it's, I mean, it sounds, it sounds counterintuitive, right? And I'm not saying stay in the season for a long time. I feel like you over three months is a, maybe a little long, <laughs> <laughs> but that's up to you. You got to know you. You have to know your life. You have to know where you're moving, where you're going, what you want. And sometimes having a pause, you can really assess, is this something that I even want? Is this something I truly want? Or is this something that I saw? Is this something that was kind of pushed on me or, or I, I was influenced to do? Does that make sense? Authenticating Beauty says, I'm approaching 30, uh, but me and a couple of my girlfriends talked about this really just isn't the year for new of new things. We just want to maximize and maintain what we've gained so far. And I love that. You know, I love that. And I feel the same way. Like, I want to build on what I've already created. I want to build on um, what's already existing. And I think that that's such a beautiful space to 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 be. You know, New Year's, it's always new, 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 and new year, new me. And it's just like, I don't want to be a new me. I want to evolve and continue to grow into the person that I'm becoming, that I've already worked so hard to do. And if there's anything that's hindering that growth or things that aren't moving uh, correctly, then we just remove those things. We just look at them from a different angle. We have a different perspective or... We switch some things up, but I think that that is such a beautiful place to be in is just maximizing what you've already done, what you've already gained, all of the habits that you've done. And I really kind of feel like for me, when I kind of pause doing morning motivation every day, I feel like it was needed to show me why I want to do it every day again. <laughs> I needed that time. And don't be afraid to experiment with your life. If you're in a space where you don't know what to do, experimentation is can be a great thing. Try different things that you've never tried. Um, be honest with yourself about what type of person you are. There are some people who they have to have everything aesthetic. They have to, you know, they want a certain type of look for their lives and all of that. And that is amazing. If that's what you want, go for it. But if you're not that person, if that does not rock your boat, if that does not make you excited about life, then don't waste your time. What What's good for the goose may not be good for the gander, meaning what works for one person may not work for you. So don't feel forced to create this life or have these goals or move in a direction just for the sake of saying you moved or just, just for the sake of saying you gained something 
or just for the sake of, does that make sense? Like, just because um, I'm kind of at, like I keep saying, I'm kind of at this space where it's just like, it's a natural progression and I'm moving forward step by step, day by day. Okay, let me go back to the comments. Uh, Vesta says, what do you mean by wilderness? Wilderness. I just want to make sure I have the right definition. Well, that means different things for different people. It says wilderness is a place where you are by yourself with God. Um, not necessarily for me. There's There's points in the wilderness where God didn't talk to Jesus necessarily. There's points in the wilderness where God didn't talk to um, the people of Israel. I believe when I say I'm in the wilderness, I'm in a space where I'm alone. And not that I don't have friends, not that there's not people in my life, but I'm really taking the time. And maybe wilderness was a bad thing. Like it makes it seem like, oh, you're in the wilderness, you're going through a storm. I'm not going through a storm or going through anything hectic. It's more so I'm in a space where I'm being diligent and deliberate with myself. Does that make sense? What do I need to do for me? Because God is a huge part of my life, which is a huge part of most of your lives, right? That's always going to be a relationship. But then you can't forget the relationship with yourself too. And I'm not talking about clinging to your life or trying to do things out of the will of God. But until you understand who you are, what makes you tick, why God created you, the, the uniqueness that he's created you to have, because everybody's unique, right? My personality was created for a reason. Your personality was created for a reason. Everybody is different. The things that you like, the things that you're interested in, um, your God-given talents and abilities, everything was downloaded and given to you by God for the most part. Then we have learned human experiences, right? But even that I feel like is for a reason because you were born into the family, born at the location you were at a certain date and time and a time in history for a reason. And so I'm in a space where um, I'm approaching an age where I'm really assessing me. So when I say I'm in the wilderness, I'm alone, but strategically, not scared, not frightened, not... I don't have anyone in my life lonely. It's a, or alone. It's just really like, hmm. It's just thinking. Um, also, turning off social media. I've noticed I've been on, especially after the holiday season, been on social media way too much scrolling. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that these devices have a hold on your girl or these apps have a hold on your girl. I don't like it. I don't like that an app controls how much time I have. Time is such a precious resource. And I feel like lately for myself, I've been kind of wasting it a little bit. And I don't like that. So things like that about me. Um, do I really want certain things? Do I want to travel certain places? I'm planning my 35th birthday trip. What do I want that to look like? Where do I want to be? Where do I want to wake up? What do I want my life to look like at 40? Because when you reach 35 and you're five years from 40, you're like, whoa, how did I get here? <laughs> at least for me. It's like, how did we end up here? And, uh, and it's a aging is a beautiful thing because I know society doesn't make it seem that way. But aging is a beautiful thing because you've learned the lessons, you know better. Hopefully we're doing better, right? We're human, but we got to be doing better. And I'm talking to myself too. You're you're no longer, you get things, you can help your younger friends. Um, you're more confident, you're more mature. You see life in a whole different way. You don't just only think about yourself, hopefully, right? You're on a mission to do God's work, hopefully, there's a just a, a essence of maturity and just different thinking as you age. And that's one thing I love about getting older is your perspective on life is just different. You know, you get to a place where you're like, you know what? Had I've had a great time with it being all about me. It's not all about me anymore. Or probably you spent most of your 20s raising a child and you're reaching an age where it can be about you again. You know, it just depends on what life 
trek you're on and what uh, what has come through your life. Or you have a lot of responsibility. It just depends on you and what you're going through. But I feel like right now, especially while we're still in winter, because we're still in the winter months here in the Western Hemisphere, you know, I mean, the Northern Hemisphere of the Western side of the world, it's it's still winter here. Other parts of the world, it's, it's it feels good. Feels, it's great weather. But here it's still winter. So while we're in this season, while things are still dormant, maybe it's not time to plant. Maybe it's time to continue to reflect, continue to refine, continue to think about and mull over a few things. Again, what's working in your life, what's not working in your life, what relationships do you value and cherish, which ones don't you, which ones do you need to maybe assess and remove. I don't give as much energy as I used to to people and things and time anymore. Um, I, 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 my boundaries are very clear and firm for the most part. I, I got a few areas where I can work on and get better. But I've, I've really felt like I've evolved and I'm evolving. It's, a, it's an ongoing thing. You're never done. You're never done. No matter what age you are, you're always, there's always something to learn. Um, I love that Lola said, pay attention to your dreams as well. You know, my dreams have been crazy. My dreams have been really interesting, nuts. But pay attention to your dreams as well. That's a good one. Um, hey, cooking with Ross. She said, I am approaching 35 as well this year as well. And I'm currently in the process of recreating myself. I'm super excited about this phase in my life. I love that. And I think that that's very important as well. If you're coming to a point where you're like, OK, I'm cool, but I want to elevate. I want to grow. I think that that's a beautiful space to be in, you know, whether it be how you dress, how you speak who you interact with, the things that you experience, where you go. I feel like there's a few experiences in my life that I want to elevate and things that I want to do. Um, growing into myself, learning myself, appreciating myself in a different way, putting myself in different environments, um, engaging with different people, elevating my social circle to a certain extent and not on the scope of, um, you know, like class or anything like that. It's more so intelligence. Like there are conversations that I want to have that I don't have every day. I'm a sapiosexual, <laughs> which means I need my mind stimulated. It's very hard to keep my attention for a long period of time without some, some sort of intellectual conversation, things going on. And I want those across the board with my friendships, not to say that my friends aren't smart and we don't have uh, deep conversations, but there are certain things that I no longer talk about or no longer care about and I want to elevate. So I think that those things are important. I think that's very important to know if that's important to you. What a black sunflower. She says, I'm so glad you still do these. I needed to hear this positive from a hear a positive outlook. Uh, love your hair, by the way. Thank you. Going on 30 this year and ready to enter at the best in full capacity. Love that. But then when you're in this space, right? Because you know I love to play devil's advocate with y'all. Don't put pressure to be perfect. There's no such thing. There's always something that may come up. There's insecurities everybody has. Don't put too much pressure on yourself to be this certain person. Now elevate to that person, right? Evolve to that person. Um but don't put too much pressure on yourself to be like, I'm 30. I need to be a wife. I need to be a mother. I need to do this. Right. Or I have to have this at this age. Strive for it. Work towards it. I'm not saying don't make it a goal, but make sure it's not from a toxic space. Because what happens is if we put some of those barriers on ourselves and it's not in God's time or it's not time for us to do certain things, then we feel like we're inadequate or we're less than. Like social media has done a really good job with women and making it seem like if you don't get this by a certain age, you must have done something wrong. You've There must have been a guy in your past that you overlooked. So that's why you're not married, because you let a good one go. <laughs> they do those things. Right. Or. um and men don't have that pressure. Men, it's just like, oh, you're 30 and you're da-da-da. Oh, enjoy. 
build, learn yourself. So don't let um, don't let society, social media, family members make you feel that if you don't have something by a certain age, a house or whatever, by a certain age that you are washed up, you've done something utterly wrong in your life that you have not completed this thing. Maybe it just wasn't your season. Maybe you haven't come across that person. Maybe you weren't ready. Maybe that person wasn't ready. Um, I know for me, a lot of stuff that I did not get in my younger 20s and 30s, I'm happy for because I was not ready for them. God does things in his perfect timing. He knows when you're ready for it. And he wants to bless you at certain times so you don't fumble. You don't miss out. It's like getting inheritance way too young. I'm so happy I did not get certain blessings at the age of 18, 20, 25, 30. Okay. Um, so don't let nobody put pressure on you. Not parents, not when they asking for God, babies, not saying my, my parents ain't doing that. Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> when people aren't asking for God or babies and, and just putting pressure on you, you know, especially the ladies do you. And that's the exact opposite of what they'll tell you to do. But do you? You don't have to be a mom at 30. You don't have to be a wife at 30. Um, you don't have to have it all figured out by 35, 45, whatever. Life will always life. There will be always something else to elevate to. Uh, take your time. Make sure that you are not overcompensating for things and feeling things and just sometimes it's okay to just sit in the loneliness sometimes it's okay to sit in the sadness sometimes it's okay to sit in the unknown sometimes it's okay to be okay with not knowing what's next because right now i don't know and i'm okay with that and i'm not in a rush to figure it out will i figure it out absolutely i'm a person who's proactive if you know you're proactive you know that you strive for goals you know that you are goal oriented then filling your bucket in a rush is not going to stop anything. It's just going to make, okay, I'm done with this. I'm going to something else. I don't want to be rushing and chasing goals just mindlessly. If it doesn't align, it doesn't make sense with God. It doesn't align with me. I, I don't care. And I'm kind of getting to an age like where, or a, a point in my life where it's just like, I just don't have energy for certain things anymore. And I'm okay with that. Um, cooking with raw says I've been feeling really isolated as well. And I spent a lot of time alone. I think that that's a great thing to be honest. Now, if it's isolation to where you feel disconnected from people, try your best to schedule time to meet with friends, meet with family, call, pick up the phone and call people, check in on your friends. Let you know, how are you doing? What's going on? You know, uh, Joining a church home keeps me from feeling utter loneliness, you know, date, things like that. You don't have to be alone in this season, but if you need to be, that's okay too. Also, don't feel your life with just people so you don't feel alone. And I know that that's just kind of like the opposite of what I just said, but make sure we do everything from a healthy place. That's kind of where I'm at with it. Am I doing things from a healthy place? Am I loving myself in a healthy way? Am I taking opportunities from a healthy place? Am I in isolation in a healthy way? Am I having these relationships in a healthy way? Uh, am I working out in a healthy way? Am I eating and dieting right in a healthy way? As long as it's in alignment with God, it's healthy, then you're good to go. But you don't want to just force yourself or have um, positive toxicity or toxic positivity you know, mindless relationships, mindless goals and things just to say you've done something. At least for me, that just, it doesn't work anymore. Um, Elle says, my husband asked me the other day what I wanted to do. And I told him, I don't know. I, I know working a nine to five setting uh, and nine to five setting is no longer for me. I'm currently an independent contractor and I love the freedom. I love that. And it's okay not to know. Who said we had to have everything figured out? If God gave you a purpose and an assignment, there's different variations of that. And if you're really lost, though, always lean on God. Always pray. I'm not saying just, just be out there really stuck. Like I'm saying intentional isolation, intentional flow, intentional 
I don't know. Not that we'll never figure it out. Not that we won't work our way into learning and, and allowing and flowing into something and being proactive. I'm still proactive with what I want. You know, I'm not saying sit on your hands and do nothing and God is going to create miracles. No, faith without works is dead. You can pray for something all day long, but if you ain't working towards it, you know, so it's a balance. It's no extreme. It's no one extreme is what I'm saying. It's no extreme not doing anything and it's no extreme going forward. If you're in a space where it just doesn't feel right to move just yet, don't move. Like I love with, um, I love with what, let's see, with Authenticating Beauty says, she's just a, like right now, she's just building off of what she's been doing. She doesn't want to add anything new. She doesn't want to do anything. And I love that. So it's really up to you. You know, get centered with God, pray, make sure his hand is in it. Because if he's telling you to move in this season, you, you got to do what God told you to do. But at the same time, it's kind of like, if you don't feel that, because people think that sometimes when they don't hear from God, that that's a bad thing. Sometimes it's just not time yet. There is a search, so such thing as phases of waiting phases. And it's not that you just don't do anything in that phase. Maybe it's your phase of rest. Maybe it's your phase of, you know, something big is coming. So rest up, little Chuck. I'm at the place where it could be a storm going on and I'm going to be calm. Like when Jesus was on that boat and everybody was freaking out because it was like their weather was crazy. Same thing. Kind of flowing with life at this point. And so you have to know what, what's going to work for you. And I like peace and I like calm. Peace and calm are my new favorite things. Even if that means I have to be alone to get to make that happen. Uh, hey, Simone, I'm currently reading a book called Limitless, and it talks in great detail about the digital distraction and how our minds are not processing at their full capacity. Yes. And the thing, too, is we are in the first time where our brains are taking in so much information at at, at so at a, such a high frequency. It's not good for us at all. Oh, excuse me. I was watching someone and they were saying how. Pick like one, two, three people that you listen to. And it's a, another reason why I kind of dial back a little bit on morning motivation, too. Even though I love the schedule um, where I dial back is because. Too much information at one time, you can hear a lot, but that doesn't mean that you're applying it. Right. Even for myself, um, I can get all these great ideas. I can watch all these videos and get all this info. And. It's just like overload and then the brain shuts down. It's like, remember in the nine, nine and the two, when you would be downloading like CD or songs, right? Or you're downloading something on your computer now. I don't know why I had to go all the way back to the nine, nine. But when you're downloading something on your computer now or you're uploading a file online, the more files you're trying to download, the slower the processing time is. So when you were trying to burn a CD back down in the 99 into two before we had streaming, we were downloading songs onto our computers. Hopefully there wasn't a virus attached across our fingers and that, that the government wasn't seeing us downloading these songs, putting them on a CD. Like the more songs you had, the longer it took to download. And the same thing is going on with our brains. We're intaking all of these opinions and, and viewpoints and standards and and lifestyles and this and that and this and it's just a lot. So it's okay if you want to be like, you know what? That ain't for me right now. I no, I don't want to hear another opinion. No, I don't care about what your opinion is about women. No, I don't care what your opinion is about this. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. You know, kind of shut down a little bit and and think about what do you think about? What does God say? Sometimes not even what we think about. What does God say about it? You know, how it's so much, so much noise, so much noise in the world, so much noise going on. But yeah, the digital distraction is absolutely real. Absolutely real. Uh, Vesta says, this is a good topic. Facts. Thank you. That's why I stay off social media. The comparison will creep in. It will. 
it will. And I couldn't imagine being young growing up now. Too much at your fingertips. Way too much. Um, Simone says Forbes 30 under 30 whole time. It's a list you pay to be on. What? You got to pay to be on. And I heard that there's a lot of steps. It's like winning an Oscar. Like you got to really do certain things. Not a lot of people are just um, awarded certain things. You know, there are people that campaign for them. They pay for campaigns. It's a lot of stuff going on. Even for me with my entertainment career, right? There's a lot of tug and pull there. I don't know. There's just a lot of unknowns right now for me. And I'm really okay with that. I've always had a plan. I've always known what I was going to do next. I've always had goals and I'm kind of just allowing. I think in the spring, I'll, I'll be better. I feel like in the springtime, some juices will flow. But for now, I'm okay. I'm okay with not knowing. I'm okay with just, you know, allowing and letting God and just not having the answers. I'm okay with that. And I feel like if you're in this space, it's okay. It's okay to say, I don't know. It's okay to not have everything figured out. And I know for our men in society, like, you know, I don't know about y'all. We put pressure on men to be like, what you going to do? How are we going to do this? Who are you going to lead? We gonna... <laughs> it's a lot, right? For women too, it's a lot. But Know what season you're in and know your pace. Besser says, but even when you have the house, the car, etc., society will make you feel as if you're still not valuable because you aren't married with kids like men determine your value. Amen. And that's why closing out those that noise and watching who you pay attention to and watch those stories you allow in. You know, those are important. Who cares what John 5-6-9-9-2-3 says in Arizona, Massachusetts, Arkansas? They're not in your day-to-day -day life. They don't know you. They don't know nothing about you, who you are, what happened in your life. Um, you know, I shared a lot of my life and people will take what I've shared and think that they have a whole synopsis. You know, somebody, I told you guys this before, somebody made a whole video about me. Uh, reacting to my 30 single no kids video. Um, and they took this whole thing and they were like, well, she must have did something to be single at 30. And it's like, no, I know a lot of people who got married in their 20s and they're divorced in their 30s. So there's no recipe for exactitude. Human beings will always be human beings. As long as we're trying to live our lives right by God, and you, God and yourself determined your value, nobody else. You know, perfect example, Lori Harvey. I read that Essence article. This girl cares about who she is, what she wants, and how she feels about herself. No outside influence is going to tell that girl she's not who she is. She knows she's that girl. She puts herself on a pedestal. And she moves and operates how she wants to. Now, if you don't agree with how she dates, that's a personal preference, right? However, the line of suitable bachelors aren't going anywhere. If she stops dating this one dude, there will be more to fall. She's living life on her terms. And at the end of the day, none of us know the ins and outs of her relationship behind the scenes. We do not know. And because she's such a wise woman, she has these men sign NDAs where they're not even allowed to speak on them. Which makes so much sense of why Future had to use Steve Harvey's name and not Lori's. So like her, hate her, whatever. What I loved about that article is how much she loves and values herself. And no matter what some John 65099 calls her on Twitter, she still holds herself to the standard of herself and moves and operates within herself. And only God and the men that she's with knows what goes on behind closed doors because we have no clue. We don't know if they dating together. We don't know. We just know what we think we know, right? And I love that. I love that she's strong in that way. 
And she's like, all right, y'all can talk and keep my name in your mouth and keep money coming in my pockets. And I'm still going to be fabulous. I'm still going to look good. I'm still going to work out and have a banging body and still date who I want to date. And let's keep it real. Some of the top men in Hollywood. I don't know too many people that could say that. So and not to say our value comes from men, but it's people will people will always project their insights, their insecurities, what they want you to do on you. At the end of the day, nobody's going to stand before God but you. So as long as you make it a point to live the life that you want to live in God's eyes and make sure it's right and aligned and, you know, you determine your value, you and God. You and God determine your value. Let's see. Um, Sydney says, hey, Sydney Patton, is this my cousin Sydney? Because that's my family's last name. If one doesn't know their purpose or path, just ask. I did. And I was told that my job is to be happy and touch someone and touch someone each day in a positive way. Otherwise, what's the point of any of us being here? I love that. Definitely ask. If you do not know your purpose, if you do not know what you are called here to do, Ask the man who, or ask, excuse me, not the man, ask your creator, ask God, why am I here? What is this season? What am I supposed to do? He is the director. I shared something yesterday on my Instagram page uh, or Instagram feed. And it was, it was a story about Michael Jackson in the Billie Jean video. And if you've never seen the Billie Jean video or you're too young to even know what that is, a very popular song in the 80s, uh, Billie Jean, or the, was it the 70s? It was the 70s, I think, because my aunt was born then. 70s or 80s, whatever. Anyways, Michael Jackson, Billie Jean. And while in the video, he would walk down this path and each square would light up as his foot went down. Little did we know that the director made the squares light up at a certain beat. And if Michael Jackson would get on the beat, then they would light up when his foot landed on the square to make it seem like he was doing the lighting up, even though it was already predetermined. And somebody made an analogy like the, he Michael Jackson listened to the director and because he listened to the director, he hit every beat on time. To give the illusion that he was walking and lighting up these squares and the video made the video really cool, especially at that time was something that people didn't haven't seen before. It was really new. Michael Jackson was always breaking barriers with his music videos. And the same goes with life with God. God is telling us what squares to step on and lights our path along the way. But we have to tune in. We have to listen and we have to ask. No problem. Uh, Bryson says, I just uninstalled Instagram and TikTok. And I want to start reading more books this year. I really want to make it a habit instead of a goal. Oh, I love that. Habits. Habits are really what are going to get us going. You know, goals are great. And we talked about that last time, right? Goals are great. But the plans and the habits that we form are even better. And I love that. I think that that's so great. And I think I'm about to join you as well. Because... Instagram takes up so much time. I looked at how much time I was like, this is a job. I'm on Instagram this much. That's a whole, you know what I could be doing in that amount of time and how much money I could be making and things I could be doing in that time. I think I'm right behind you about to uninstall that, that app. You know, I love it. Got to un uninstall it. If the things that you love and you enjoy are causing you to be unhealthy, got to cut them off. And that goes with anything. Relationships, habits, good, bad, and different. Cut them off. Easier said than done. <laughs> Easier said than done. Ask God to work with you and, and help you through that. Um, but that is something that is, it's hard, but it's good for us to cut things off that we do not need. Too much distraction. Absolutely. Soulful Naomi said too much distraction. So much distraction. Um. Bryson says, it's no one successful way to live life. Live life how you and your God want you to. Make sure God's first, then yourself. Because we could want something, 
Hey, Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> My cousin's on Al. You up early. <laughs> Thank you for the love. But yes, the way God wants us to and then us. Because sometimes we can want something that God don't want. And he gonna let you get at the end of the day, we all have free will. We all have free will. So God at the at the ultimate, at the end of the day, your decisions will trump God's if you don't pay attention and listen. Only because he gives you free will. He's like, hey, this is what I want you to do, but. That's what you want to do. All right. No, I'll be over here when you get done doing whatever you're doing. And sometimes it'd be like that in life, too. Like he's like, all right, you, all right, I told you no, or that wasn't a good idea. But since that's what you want to do, you go over there, over here. I'm not blessing none of that. I'll be over here when you're ready. <laughs> I ain't over there. No, God's hand is not on everything. Um, Vesper says, I've had to start watching more Christian influencers um, than the materialistic influencers. I gravitate towards the materialistic influencers when I was younger, um, but now it doesn't serve my purpose anymore. Here's the thing about, and I know what you mean, like the more luxury things. I think that those things are beautiful when you're in that space. And I think that it's okay. I heard one, I was watching... Um, I don't I don't know how I came across her video. I was looking for something and it was a young lady and she was talking about how she was in Paris and she was like, I would really love to go shopping and get some luxe items. She was like, but I'm just not there yet. And I loved that perspective. I loved that. She said, you know what? I love those things. I'm just not there yet. And that's very true. Like I would love to spend my car repair money on a Chanel bag or my money that I'm saving for something you know, my savings on this and this and that. I'm just not there. And then, and then another thing is, one thing that scared me was the pandemic. I, as much as I love designer things and Chanel bags and all of that, when the pandemic hit and every, no, when I'm talking about in the beginning, when we did not know what was what, the first thing I thought about is if my closet was full of designer, none of it would be worth it right now. It'd be, it would be worthless right now. Luckily, the world didn't end and people still bought things and, you know, sold things. But that really put things into perspective when it came to luxury was it's OK to have. It's OK if that's what you want. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing to want, you know, something. But I think too, putting too much value in material things and even the Bible tells us this, you know, store your treasures here where they can be burned, robbed, all of those things. And. And not to discourage and not to hate on it. But if I feel like I would like cry by losing it, I don't need it. <laughs> I remember that one episode of the Kardashians years ago when Kim either was pushed into the ocean. I think her fiance at the time like grabbed her and slammed her into the ocean and she lost her diamond earrings and she was crying about it because they were like fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm like that. I would be devastated if I lost or something happened to, you know, a thousand, a couple thousand dollars, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I'd rather put that money somewhere else. Just to me right now, especially if you have debt, I just don't think it's wise. I feel like if you have debt, especially like student loans, if you don't have certain things paid off and paid for, if you don't have a home, I mean, teach their own. I'm just, this is just from my personal perspective, if these are your goals. I think that it's just wise to wait to when that money is just your play money. Like you buy the bags when you have it to blow. If you don't have it to blow and you're going to need that money or you're going to possibly need that money for a down payment on a home or, you know, you got some student loans to pay off or if you have debt or if you have a credit card. Like, I think that just we have to be wise with our spending because even though, yes, some some bags do hold their value and go up. It's not all of them. And you just never know what may happen in life to where you might not be in a place where that can happen or something can happen to the bags. Like I'm thinking of somebody that had a beautiful closet in Ukraine and it's destroyed. All that money is down the drain. I just not I'm not comfortable with that. But that's me not telling you what to do. But that's me. Um, whoever said, do you really believe that? Absolutely. I believe if I said it. <laughs> hey, Sydney. Yeah, follow, paying attention to who you follow, 
or what influences you is important because if somebody that you're following makes you feel bad about yourself, it's not worth it. But to go back, because I really didn't say a lot of these tips. I was just kind of talking to you guys today. Right. Happy MLK Day, by the way, here in the United States. It is Martin Luther King Day. So a lot of people are off. So the fact that y'all are up with me and rocking with your girl on another Monday, I appreciate you. Um, but just to wrap up the tips today, be OK with not having all the answers and saying, I don't know, and allowing yourself to live in that space. If you are in a space when you don't know what to do, then be OK with saying, I don't know. Be okay with the unknown and living in that space and just being like, we'll figure it out. Um, don't need to rush into figuring it out. Not saying don't move at all. Not saying be stagnant, not progress forward, not, you know, develop the habits or things. But it's okay to just be like, you know, in, the, in this season, I don't know. Give it an expiration date. Good morning, daddy. Give it an expiration date. But it's okay to just say, you know, in this season, I don't know. Um, you can use this time to build on what you've already started. You know, instead of starting from scratch, continue to build on what you've already accomplished. You know, new year does not need to mean new goals. You can have the same goals and continue to build off those. Don't feel forced to make new year's resolutions or start something new or new year, new me. Maybe you're already dope. And you just need to get better for yourself and God in the world. Um, the third tip I had is assess your life and what do you like and what you don't. And the things that you don't like about your life, change them. You know, if you see that there, there's some habits that just really aren't um, jiving with your life, then make some changes. You know, for me, social media, I'm on social media way too much. For a girl that don't post like that, I'm on it way too much. I need to dial it back. Read more books. I have some books on my book list. Even if, even though they're on Audible, I still feel like reading books are so important. Y'all know what they say about books. You want you want to hide something from black folks, put it in a book. So we need to, for me, I can't speak for y'all. For me, I need to read more. I have some things that I want to do long term where it's going to take me digging into that knowledge and, and seeking out that knowledge. And then final tip uh, for the day before we get out of here is give yourself time to work through the moment. Just allow. Sometimes we we force or we're trying to move or we're trying to kind of hustle and bustle. I don't know about you guys, but I'm in the season in the space where just letting it flow. If it's not flowing, if it's too many, it's too much, uh, I'm just kind of in the season of allowing. Of course, I'm going to continue to move forward. Of course, we're going to continue to strive. We're not going to be lazy or just submissive or pass, excuse me, not submissive, but passive about life. But we're, I'm in the phase of where if it's just not flowing, it's just not flowing. What are you reading now? Um, I don't think I have a book that I'm reading now. Wait, that's a lie. What did I pick up the other day? This is the thing that I do with books. I have a bunch and then I just open them and read and then move on. I'm reading um, Tax-Free Wealth, which is a really good book. A lot of my books are around money. Uh, rich women, excuse me, smart women finish rich. I'm reading a lot of books about finances and money and um, securing like wealth long term, like thinking like stocks and things like that. So a lot of my books are like about money. And then I just I don't read them front to back. I just kind of open them, find a chapter that I'm interested in, read that bit. Um, I read this book called Something about being an empath, but it was really, really insightful. I got it from Five Below. So I don't really have too many of the titles. I just have a stack of books and I just go through them, to be honest. But that is our time, you guys. I hope you guys had a beautiful and blessed one. Do not forget to subscribe. Do not forget to give this video a thumbs up. Share it with anybody who may need to hear it. I hope that you guys have a beautiful, blessed day. Enjoy the rest of your week. Um, I will make an announcement when we're going back every single day, okay? I love you guys, uh, the game of life and how to play it. I have that one. I think I have that book. But yes, bye. <laughs>
<laughs> that's what I see you tomorrow. I don't know, girl. We don't know yet. Uh, but I hope you guys have a beautiful, beautiful, blessed day. I love you. God loves you. Continue to read your Bibles. Continue to be in prayer. Align. Do the things that are pleasing in God's sight. And I will catch you guys next Monday. Have a beautiful, 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 blessed day. Bye, guys.